Welcoming, bienvenue, bienvenido, welcome to Write the Radio, we're back, new digs, again, <laughs> it's your boy Bobby Dubs, right across from me uh, is Matthew Maritay, Matt, what's going on, man? I like this chair, I like the setup. I like it too. Yeah. I like it too. I can like I'm looking directly at Matt, and we're also on the screen looking directly at each other. I like it. I like it. It's all good. I can I can see Taylor. He's not hidden behind his Batman fortress of, of monitors over there. It's, it's <laughs> nice. We can make eye contact. We can have our cues. We can be on point. You know, I can give him the signal. You know, cut Mike Matt's mic off. All that type of good shit we usually do. But uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm having fun. I haven't been enjoying Philly sports lately, but we'll get into that. <laughs> It's been quite a turbulent week. Uh, I mean, it, it could potentially be an all-time an all-time bad week. You got a lot of really, really important games and days and situations going on. First and foremost, uh, we're soaring with the wings. We're soaring with the wings. Is winning in, baby. New winning segment in. title. Winning in. If they beat Georgia, they will make the playoffs. That's what it all comes down to. But will they? I, I, I yes. want to believe. I want to believe they they've had success against Georgia this season, so I want to believe. And you want to think that you can get this with Coach Day. We love him, yeah. friend of the show. <laughs> and like he can, if he can get one game together where he he execute, gets everybody on the same page with all the talent that he has. That like you need to win one game, dude. Yeah, one game where you score more goals than the other team. Put one together. Get Higgins hit going. Make sure he's good behind goal. Like you got one game to get it together. So I, I think I do. Uh, I think they they're gonna win. I, I'm I'm kind of beside myself on whether or not I want them to win <laughs> because I don't know if they need to make a move and move forward without Paul Day in the future. Because to me, later on, like with the way they slipped and how the season has become really disappointing in certain ways that maybe it might be time to move on from the old coach slash GM. Like I, I never thought that was a good thing, but although, you know, you got the, the Bill Parcells type people to tell you, you know, if you yeah. want me to cook the dinner, you got to let me buy the groceries, right? You know, the Andes of the world. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, mm, I want him to make the playoffs and make a run and he's got to stay around. I don't know. I, I, I asked you, like, how how you feel about this? Number one, you think they win. Number two, is it even a good thing if they do? They're winning, and it is a good thing. Well, okay. I, I, I just think <laughs> right, winning and getting to the playoffs always means something for the guys that are going to be here next year regardless. Exactly. And it, I don't think winning necessarily saves uh, Coach Day's job in this respect, especially if they get bounced immediately in the playoffs. Yeah. But right, we have to think – Long term and longest term, right? We're talking about those guys who are going to be here, right? The the Trevor Baptiste of yeah. the world, the Matt Rambos, right? Getting there is going to mean something to them. It's going to be a good experience, you know, for the current leaders, the next leadership group, you know, the rest of the, the kids out there that are going to be wings one day, right? That are going to get drafted <laughs> into the NLL, the baby right? wings, the winglets, yeah, if you will. I mean, it's. I love like, those guys when they come in at halftime. You see the kids playing yeah. lacrosse, playing box. Yeah, That's I mean, nice but you you got to start that that culture, right? The, yeah. the old wings that moved to New England and became the Black Wolves, <laughs> right? They had they had a culture of winning. They had a reputation for being a, a tough squad that was going to contend. 
year in, year out. Yeah. We're trying to build something similar to that now. So right. this is a step. If you can get to the playoffs, regardless of sort of your missteps and struggles throughout the regular season, I think I think it's huge if they can make it. Yeah, it, it's going to do a lot. It's not like we have a whole lot to cheer about lately in yeah. the city. So I'm all for any playoff run if, if, if they can make exactly. it. Uh, I think uh, they have the talent. Yes. As far certainly. as who they have on the roster to make a run. We've been saying this all season. We said this when the, the roster first came out when it was assembled. Oh, this is a team that can win a title if things go the right way. Yeah. So I, I definitely think they can make a run. I definitely think uh, they can get some momentum. They just got to stick together and grind through it. Uh, being where they are, more than likely most of it is going to be on the road because they're going to be a wild card. Yep. They make it. So you're talking about being road warriors, but stranger things have happened in sports. We, we've seen it in a myriad of different sports where road warriors, they get hot. And sometimes it's always about the hottest team, not necessarily best team. And like I said, they have a good roster. So I'm, I'm hopeful, you know, they can make a run. So I, I, I'd be excited to see it. But as far as the playoffs go for another team, we had some trouble, Matthew. We had some trouble. And I'm talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. They were up 3-0. They're now lead the series 3-2. I yeah, that type of smart. I I I Taylor, they're not gonna blow this, are they? They couldn't possibly make history, could they? I'm I'm seeing a game seven. God. <laughs> Why do they do this to us, Matthew? Uh, 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 one to five, how scared are you? One to five. How scared are you that they actually make history and become the only team to give up a 3 0 lead? One, one to five. One? I am currently calm. I am almost comatose. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Marite is a fucking liar. <laughs> there is no way you can be. I need to know why you're a one. You explain yourself, damn it. Because I think Toronto sucks. <laughs> Right and point take. I don't. Right, I don't care for Drake. I don't care for. <laughs> then I don't care for Molson. Yes, <laughs> Nick, Nick Nurse is complaining. I'm a Labatt's guy. Um, right, Fred Van Fleet's basically done for. Like Pascal Siakam can't do it himself. And it's True. just right. I, I think uh, Harden's going to get the message. I think Joel will be fine. I'm not worried because I just, I can't be. If I let it creep in, yeah, it will destroy me. I I, I think you're right in that notion. You got to think positive, Taylor. One to five. What what is your panic level right now? Uh, Fifty count. <laughs> see, 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 me and Taylor are in the same boat here. I'm shitting bricks. I'm like, yeah, this cannot be happening, you know. And then it's like, I see things, and I had to get to this, because damn it, I'm, I'm going to say it, people are going to be mad at me, because we were all up on our high horses, we had our signs, we had our fucking chants, and everything was, Maximus, Ma the kid has come up lame this last three games. Face it, he's come up lame. The first two games, he was shooting 22 for 32, that's like 67% from the field. The last three games that they've damn near lost... <laughs> he's 17 of 44 
that's 38% of you people that aren't quick on the math. The kid has not been as hot as he was. I hate to think we jinx the kid by like, a, you want to crown his ass, you go crown him. And Maxie, the guy, people were calling him Allen Iverson. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the, if this kid goes belly up because y'all wanted to call him fucking AI. I'm going to go insane. Like, this is what we do. We put this inordinate amount of pressure on these players and we make them out to be these gigantic mythical figures and they put all the hope to the city on them and then they just crash and burn. I think you snuck a Dennis Green quote in there. <laughs> yes. If you want Denny to crown Green. the crown ass. <laughs> exactly. <Here's Denny. laughs> if you want to crown Max, he's the next AI and crown his ass. Look, but it is his first real playoff action. I mean, and, and nobody was ever going to shoot 65%. Sorry. Shout out to Brooklyn. On Twitter, but uh, I think I know why he fell to 21. The kid's a little inconsistent <laughs> when when the big stage comes. But and I mean, he is young. But I mean, that's his that. right. That's his game. He's a cutter. He's a slasher. He's a supreme athlete. Right. He's not the world's greatest shooter. I also think He's, you can game plan better. Yeah. I also think you're not doing him any service by him going from 17, 20 shots to 11, 12 shots. There, yeah. There's games he's going three for 10. Four for twelve, things like I think last last night he was five for eleven or something like that. Yeah, a kid like that him can't needs... happen. If you you want him to yeah. go off and be explosive, like, like you were seeing, and I think it was game one and game one yeah. and he had the thirty eight, where you just all right, just give him the ball every time down court if that's what's going to happen. If he's feeling himself after he makes one bucket, two bucket, makes a layup, makes a jump shot, then you start feeding the kid, but. If you're gonna get him going and get him started, it's gonna you're gonna need more than 10, 11 shots. This is the team I understand. Harden's in this. I want to get everybody involved, mood, and I get that. You're gonna need somebody that's gonna be okay with taking a large amount of shots. I I need somebody taking more than twenty shots on this team. Right. And getting Joel to give me 16, 17 shots. That's not enough. Uh, you, you're not going to win if you're separating these shots and everybody gets no more than 15 apiece between Tobias, Maxi, Bede, and Harden. That's just not going to work. You're not going to score enough points because everybody's not going to be on. You're asking for people to be deadly accurate if you're going to limit the amount of shots and spread them out that thin. You're going to have to have somebody be a workhorse, somebody that's going to like, whoever's on or starts off hot, it's going to have to, you have to go, all right, it may be your night. Tobias, you starting off four for five. It may be your night. We may feed Tobias. If the big fella starting out four for five, something like that. You're really pushing this Tobias narrative. I'm going to push the Tobias <laughs> narrative. He's been playing fucking well. He is. I'm last he is. Week, He's last having a good series. It was a little shaky, but he has been a good fucking series. The defense has been stupendous. Uh, like other than like Siakam just getting off, he kind of had him bottled up a little bit when C- when he's on Siakam. So yeah, I'm all for Team Toby. Uh, this was my series. Had they got the yeah, if they had got the sweep, I'd have been from my mountaintop giving the Tobias Harris, Doc Brown, <laughs> Doc Rivers. <laughs> It'd be Doc Brown. He need to go in the time machine. Coaching like Doc Brown. <laughs> He need a flux capacitor or yeah. something. I don't know. <laughs> he need he needs a jolt. One point twenty one gigawatts <laughs> fucking electricity needs to be charged in his team. But I was going to be on the top of my perch. The Doc Rivers, Tobias Harris, kiss my ass with your tongue out tour. If they had swept this team with those two being as good as they were, trust me, it was coming. They they have saved you people. 
for my rant. <laughs> you people? What is that supposed to mean, sir? <laughs> you people? Yeah. Hey, I, I'm a brother. I can use you people, right, Taylor? Me, I, I'm, me I'm and allowed the, to say you people. Me and the Mike Tarikos of the world? <laughs> yeah, the Mike Tarikos. Uh. Now, I'm going to say something that I don't think people want to hear. Go ahead and say it. The people need to hear it. It's not about what they want to hear, man. This is Daryl Morey's fault. We should lay the blame for all of this at the feet of Daryl Morey. That was your guy. You went out and got your guy, and your guy is not performing. Right? And not only is James Harden not James Harden anymore, right? He's some type of fat simile, right? <laughs> fat simile. I love it. The wordplay, ladies and gentlemen. But you destroyed the depth of your roster, which is what the strength was through the first half of the entire season. Absolutely. Right? We don't have that knockdown pinpoint three point shooter anymore with Seth Curry. We do uh, not have you're, a you're backup center. You're counting on Georges to get hot. Yeah. <laughs> right? And you take away Glenn Rivers' good option for backup center with Andre Drummond. Instead, you present him, oh, here's DeAndre Jordan, who is bad option. And he's not going to use When you're better Paul option Reed. for... I'm about to, I was getting ready to say, when you're maybe better option for backup center is B-ball Paul, you got a problem. You got an issue. B-ball Paul should not be getting 18, 19, 20 minutes a game. Yeah. Because you have no depth. It's bad. Right. And I'm over this Shake Milton character. Right. He could just, <laughs> I'm good on Shake. I don't, need, I don't need to see Shake ever again. I don't need Milkshake anymore. No, not at all. I want to shake. I'll go to checkers. Yeah. <laughs> rest in peace to the checkers on broad. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Broad and Gerard checkers. Right. So many memories. Hurt. Hurt. <laughs> hurt. I used to live next door. Matt, I was in the high rise apartments that's right there next door, 1220. I used to live there on the 10th floor. So, like, I had the crazy view. I got to see uh, the bridge crossing the yep. river, crossing the Delaware, the Ben Franklin. You get to see that bridge all lit up at night. And, you know, the crazy kids coming from the Pearl, uh, watching the late movie coming down the street <laughs> back when flash mobbing was a thing. Remember that, Taylor? And the flash mob was a thing. And it'd be like 80 fucking kids coming down the street for no reason. Loud as hell. The cops coming and having making them disperse. <laughs> oh, that was the time. My, my mid-20s living on Broad Street, that was the thing. Yo, I used to love going to that Checkers. It was right next to the KFC. Yep. You had the, the McDonald's across the street. You had your, your fill of shit that was no good for you. <laughs> you if you if you wanted to walk a little further, you go to the Crown Diagonal Corner. Eh, you got everything at Broad and Gerard. Shout out to Broad and Gerard. <laughs> oh man, but uh, I I don't know. Like like is it? I'm I'm scared. You don't think they're gonna they're gonna take it home on draft night and just be like the most yeah. underwhelming <laughs> win that we yeah, completely I think, ignore? I think out of well, I think we get ourselves third in the panic and then like they win Game Six in Toronto. Like handedly, and we're like, "Oh, what were we bitching for?" Right. the The whole issue I have with this series is that it should have been a five game series, and the moment Joel sprained his thumb, toward the ligament, but whatever, he should have been out. Oh, that's why I'm wearing the, the, we, the Karate we, Kid t shirt. If you can see it on camera, I got the I, I got the Cobra Kai t shirt. I just want to know if one of us volunteer, I'm Matt Taylor. You want to go down to Wells Fargo Center, lay hands on him like Mr. Miyagi, lay hands on his on his on his torn ligament. And, and do the, the same so you can come back and play like Daniel's son. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't Nick know. Nurse is out there going sweep the hand, sweep the hand. I don't, I don't know if I've got that kind of Smack magic. The hand. I mean, I, I can teach Joel how to avoid the Molochio, but yeah. I, I mean, crane style, baby. You go. But it's just, I, I this isn't a championship roster, but I do want to see how they fare Lost. against the Miami Heat. I want to see. Them versus Jimmy Butler, right? I want to see Joel. I just want find it within himself. I want an opportunity to defeat his friend. I just want Sixers fans to have the opportunity to yell Rachel Nichols while Jimmy Butler is shooting free throws. That's all I want. <laughs> I, I want to see Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry's traitorous ass flopping mauled. all over <laughs> mauled. <laughs> I want to see them burning his jerseys on Burks. Uh, <laughs> can't come back to North now, Kyle. Oh, man. But hopefully next time you hear us, the, the Sixers will have slayed the demon and got to the next round. Yes. But you did bring up the draft, which is this week. We got to talk football. We got to go into the bird's nest and talk some Eagles. It's draft week. What are your predictions? Matt, Matt we've been talking all what it seems like the last couple months in the yeah. Discord. Go check out the Bell and the Birdman Discord. Uh, you can find that online on the Twitter. Uh, Bell, or, Bell and the Birdman newsletter. There's a link there. Go check out the Discord. It's amazing. All we do is talk fucking football, but we got basketball chats. We got food chats. We're putting up great meals. I had yep. a steak up on there the other day. Ooh, making me want to smack your mama. <laughs> T-Bone was mwah. But, uh, yeah, the draft is this week. I didn't know, Matt. Like, what's your... What's your biggest hope? Like, like if you if you had like your perfect dream, where like, oh my god, your dream scenario, this person fell, or how he traded to make this move. What's the, I know my guy, but I don't know what's what's Matt's guy. Like, oh my god, if we get him, I will cream my pants. You will see me jump on the table on the live stream on Thursday. That's the problem with this draft for me. I don't have like that. You don't have a guy. I don't have that guy. <laughs> I don't have that singular love right I, I have a bunch of like later round guys that I really like but as far as first round playmakers game changing type guys there's there's nobody that I'm you know hyping up a, a trade up for right <laughs> as much as as cool as it would be to have a quarterback named sauce Gardner yeah I'm not trading that's where I was going. I'm not trading up to six to pick a cornerback from Cincinnati who made his Don't bones. Don't be hating on Cincinnati. I'll be, okay, I won't hate on Cincinnati. I'll hate on Tulsa and Memphis, <laughs> right? The uh, the opponents that they're playing out there in his damn conference. I'm all Guys guarding awesome Temple soft. University receivers. Maybe, Come maybe on. It's just, a, it's just a, you know, a, a, a cheap advert, but, you know, I'm all for awesome sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for the sauce. But it's... I, I that was my guy. That was my yeah. guy. Like if they found some way to treat up, get sauce because I'm definitely afraid of any positional area on this team. I think it's the defensive backfield. They lost some guys. They lost corner. They lost safety. I you need. I don't need Eric Harris to be your, like your veteran president. Yeah, <laughs> to be Harris. Right. Be, we we don't need to see Andre Shawshank actually your, hit the hit the field. Exactly. We don't need Anthony Harris being like your veteran presence yeah. in, in in the defensive backfield. Like your, your your veteran safety. Like I need a safety that I can depend on because this team is going to get beat deep. This team is going to get beat in coverage a lot of the times if they don't 
if they don't, you know, get back right. on the defensive which, which line means, and they don't get uh Which means Kyle pressure. Hamilton, but we can't there's no way we're gonna be able to go up and get him, at least yeah. in my eyes. So for me, and this is a little John Barchard of me, right? This is a little you draft whatever the most available Georgia defensive player. Th- this is, is a this is a little Midwest, little corn fed going Tyler Linderblom. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I think we have to you plan can't go wrong going for the eventuality with, of Jason Kelsey. How, exactly. Yeah, and you can't go wrong going online seeing how strong ours was last season, how that's the one strong thing that you maybe can build on for years to come. So I would have no problem if they went O line early. Um I just to me, I think they need to address the defensive backfield. I'm okay at linebacker. They made some moves this offseason. Defensive line, maybe you want to get a, a tackle or an edge rusher in that regard because BG is not getting any younger. He, he got really Josh Sweat. No. You don't know what you're going to get with Josh Sweat. He and, be and good. This he is, can, this is like off. sort of the, the big the rumor Fletch of the day, step, right, no with, how with that edge, has. right? So they're talking about Doug Dimidome. A.K.A. Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> that sounds like, what is that? Being uh, a trade-up target. Dimidome. What is that? that like, like, uh, Fairly Timmy Turner. Dimidome. Dimidome. No, Dimidome. So, is Kayvon Thibodeau, is that your guy? Yeah. For the, for the, for the edge, if they had, because if they can trade up to six, which I guess is the rumor, and he falls... That's your that's your boy. Yeah, that's the that's the pick. You mean Oregon Danny Watkins, <laughs> right? Doesn't love the game as some have reported. Oh, has other those, interests. Don't love the game, guys. You know you hate those guys, man. Okay, but so but I noticed you didn't say quarterback, so that leads me to believe you you are desperately afraid that they might draft a quarterback. That that is my that's my biggest fear. Yeah. If they draft a fucking quarterback, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm like, well, oh my god, yo, you gotta kill this quarterback factory bullshit, please. Like, either you made you use the picks and you traded for a veteran, or you fucking you you're playing the hand you're dealt and you're developing Jalen and you're putting pieces around him. You got you had two options, Howie. This offseason, you struck out with all these quarterbacks that went out and got traded and got other deals, whatever, or or re-signed where they were in terms of Aaron Rodgers, and you didn't get that. So this is what you got. You have decided, via and the league has decided for you, that you are building around Jalen Hurts for at least the foreseeable future until next year when you have an additional two first-round picks, and you're going to be in the same fucking spot where either you're going to trade those picks for a veteran or once again, you're going to have to draft some guys to go around Jalen Hurts. So let's just stop playing around. It would be absolutely ridiculous if they drafted a quarterback anywhere near the first three or four rounds of this draft. Not even, right, like a third round, like a Carson Strong. Or you could pick up like a Sam Howell or Desmond Ritter in the second. No. No. Kill the factory. Kill the factory. Burn the factory Close it. down. Unsafe conditions. I want to be like Millhouse. Remember when Bart had a factory? Yeah. I want I want <laughs> Howie to come back one day and the motherfucker is flattened. And he's like, what happened? He was like, you're supposed to be keeping watch. I did watch. It started falling over and then it fell over, Howie. <laughs> and now the factory's gone. <laughs> I just... I'm good. 
You made your line in the sand. You didn't get a guy. You didn't get Rush. You didn't get anybody. Not even Malik? <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Malik's pretty good. Yeah. Malik's giving us everything Jalen gives us, but more. <laughs> With pizzazz. Got to use all types of buzzwords and intangibles when you talk about Malik. I mean, yes, but he has the intangibles in his arm, which yeah. for a quarterback are the most important intangibles. Oh, trust me, people will be screaming that they should, if they don't get a Malik, that the, the people will be screaming that the minute he misses a read or he misses somebody that's wide open or he's behind on a pass to Devontae as he has been over and over again during the season on slants. I'm like, how do you underthrow somebody like Devontae on a slant? put it out there across the body he'll go to get it but like the minute that happens people will be like oh my god see that's why they should have got him or they fuck it they should have traded all the picks up and got Kenny Pickett I know <laughs> like please stop look but Ken- it is Kenneth, it is what it is Kenneth might have a decent career Kenneth <laughs> I remember Matt saying it. He's like, yeah. Kenny Pickett was my guy. Yeah, you said Kenny Pickett's your guy. Kenny Pickett's going to be a pro bowler year three. And then what you said, you was like year, year yeah, three. I can He's see a it. Pro bowler. <laughs> Look, the, Matt's got all the Kenny Pickett stuff. The, the hands. He's buying low and <laughs> going the low. The hands yeah. thing has <laughs> cooled some of my more vocal support. <laughs> a little hands. But I think in the right system. Shut up all my small hand people. In the right system, he's he's gonna be pretty good. I don't have to good. throw footballs, but you know, <laughs> right, But it's just like also, I don't see a distinct fit for any of the quarterbacks, any of these like real premier players. Once we get to that second level of prospect, there are guys who can fill roles, but I think in this draft, trading up is going to end up being a mistake. So I expect them almost to trade back. Yeah. And I know it's sort of the Howie special, but right, like you look at a team like Green Bay, if three, I just don't if three or four wide receivers come like off Williams the board. And you, he's a project, and you're waiting, like how irked the fan base is going to be. Oh, you, uh, you mean the wide receiver version of Sidney Jones? Yeah. 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 Can we not do that? I, I don't find you trade back. You take a wide receiver that you think could have went higher in the first round, but don't trade for a guy that I got to wait and see whether or not he's going to be a guy or not. Well, I still have to deal with J.J. Ortega tight side now. <laughs> well, you, you, and you know... Uh, Jalen Rager still on my roster. The, Please don't do this. The Discord's going to go nuts if they take Trent McDuffie because they seem to hate him for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe McDuffie's not like a hard enough last name no, for an NFL right. player, but... Or he went to Washington, I guess. No, I don't no, know. no Duffy's, yo. Yeah. There hasn't been a cool Duffy since, like, Patrick Duffy was in step-by-step. Step. That's, yeah. That's the last time we had a cool <laughs> Duffy. Duffy's are out now. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, at least the Eagles give us hope that, you know, we don't we can expect the unexpected. There's going to be some fun during the draft. Will there be some highs and lows? We'll, we'll get excited. There has been nothing. As of late, as opposed to the first like two games of the season, that has been exciting about the Philadelphia Phillies. I can't wait to see Mel Kiper Jr. from home. (laughs) Mel Kiper Jr. skyping from home is going to be fantastic. Uh, I just, I just like the other day rewatched Mel going against the Colts owner back in the day about (laughs) that's why you're picking last and first in the draft every single year because you're pathetic and you're a laughingstock. You go get Trent Dilfer. I'm like Trent wasn't all that good. I mean, he got a Super Bowl and he was. Consistent, but 
didn't they literally and like that's what made it bad. I think they literally went to the AFC Championship game the next season with John Harbaugh. <laughs> so it was like you were kind of wrong, Mel. But Harbaugh could deal a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, Mel, Man you're actually kind of wrong. Because <laughs> yeah. they literally went to the AFC Championship game the next year. <laughs> because they picked Marshall Park and not Marshall Falk <laughs> and not Trent Dilfer. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I, I mean, I am, when it comes to the Phillies, I'm happy about the, the emotion from Kyle Schwarber. I like, I like the emotion from Schwarber. I want to snap. That's how I'm going to go if they draft a quarterback. Did you see that shit right there? Taylor, look over there. Did you see they draft a quarterback? That's how I'm doing. I'm going I'm going straight Schwarber. <laughs> but they have come down to earth. Like earlier, you know, there was dingers and vibes. You know, they had, they had the nice leadoff home run, I think, like, to start the freaking season. And then it's kind of been a letdown. Is this Joe Girardi's fault? What, what do you circle in as, like, this is the issue with this team? Even though, like, you would think these guys should be able to hit the ball, but they haven't really massed a lot of runs. Like, uh, it's Gir- Girardi can't make them hit. No, he can't. Right. And it's, I mean, maybe you can give him some flack for, you know, keeping Alec Bohm out of the lineup for a certain amount of time. But, I mean, when the guy can't field and plays third base, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, the biggest issue is just the lack of spring training time. I don't think this team was ready to to start the season, and it shows. Yeah. I think a lot of the, I think the big guys lacked reps, and Don't they have two three games in spring training. Yeah, there's some defensive lapses going on, and the pitching staff is clearly flawed. Uh, I don't even, uh, well the bone. It was like I fucking hated here. Yeah, I I I would literally be like that. If the Sixers give up that fucking lead, I swear to God, I, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> you can, you can, I will Photoshop my face on Bones' body if that fucking happens. There, you, you've been promised by, by right the radio. If that happens, I'm Photoshopping my face on Bones' body and saying I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Coming to a Twitter near you. <laughs> it's early though. You still got a hundred. 50-something-odd games, uh, 140-something-odd games. Oh, yeah. So this is, if they, do you think they can get it together to where this team can make the playoffs? Oh, without a doubt. I'm not worried about this team once it gets, you know, into hitting season, as as good old Charlie once would say. Uh, Get... uh, uh, they're gonna put up a, a lot of runs. Outside. The air gets a little thinner. <laughs> Can the bullpen hold up? And is the starting pitching gonna be good enough? I think defense is at this point a minimum in the league. It's yeah. almost like the NBA defense doesn't really matter. The infield is good enough; they'll take care of it. Outfield, whatever. They've got arms; they can throw the ball back in. I yeah, mean, O'Double <laughs> is somehow still on the team, which. It's infuriating. Can we not? Can we not bring up Oduble Herrera on this program? Where's Mickey Moniak? Exactly. <laughs> He'd be back by now. Exactly. It's the longest six week injury of all time. Mickey Moniak, but yes, bring me <laughs> Moniak. Please get Oduble Herrera. Yeah, off it, my it, it, Matt Verling is so bad that they have to play him, and it's just yeah. You know, it, it's a April stinks when your team <laughs> doesn't get out to a hot yeah. start, but. You know, I have no issues with the Phillies. I have no issues with Girardi as of right now. But if we're not, you know, within spitting distance of first place by the time, you know, June 15th rolls around, we have to start thinking about an axe falling. Mm. I, I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. Either um, 
right right before the summer hits, you, you want to at least be in, you know, swinging distance. Yeah. The first week. And, and then, then, you, and then, and then you bring back Charlie as interim manager. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for Charlie. Definitely pro Charlie. I mean, are you laying this at the feet of Girardi? Is this no, a Dombrowski no, for thing? Me, is this I, I think this is the April. I think this is the April thing. Like you said, they didn't have much training. They don't have much camaraderie yet. It's kind of the individual players doing what they do. Yeah. The guys that they have a power are going to hit for power. They're going to be streaky until they kind of get into a rhythm. And then you'll see this team kind of start to have a, a nice uh, forward trajectory, upward trajectory, rather. And uh, they'll be fine. I think it is an early thing. It's not more of a Girardi thing. Like you said, I, I I can't remember the last time he had a glove and had to field at third base. So that's not really his right, problem. Yeah. <laughs> or when the next time he, he he hit a ball. So there there's only but so much you can do, especially in baseball. I can see if it's basketball or football where you're directly putting people in the right places, and if they're in the wrong place, that is your fault. Or you their time management is an issue. In baseball, there is really no time management because you know it's over when you get the designated amount of fucking outs <laughs> so like they're they're of all the major sports baseball is the one where like you really can't put so but so much onus on the coach and like he's really making really bonehead decisions via like pitching or pulling a guy that was hot or leaving a guy in too long and he gets shelled that type of thing which we haven't seen much of that it's just been more of some of the the more mental mistakes and the academic things and being in one's head when it comes to uh, batting and swinging and maybe not looking for your pitch, not concentrating, not having the the plate discipline that you would want to see from a Castellanos or from a Schwarber. And then you know Reese has been okay. I like I like what I'm seeing from Reese. I want Reese to he'll pick that up and be even more better. I think the the lineup will be fine as as the year goes on. It's early. Yeah, it is April. Yeah, and, it's and not I, July talking about this type of nonsense. Yeah, and it's you know obviously it's a long season. You know, the the DH and how they're going to utilize yeah. that is That's sort of that new thing. thing, right? I'm just, I still think they're a starter and probably a bullpen arm away. I just I I like Ranger Suarez. I like Zach Eflin a little bit, but I like them more as a four and a five, right? I think they need at least a two three guy. Uh, Right, when you got Wheeler, Nola, Gibson, I think there's got to be one more in there. Can we get Nola a shrink. Does he need a shrink? I don't know. You never know what you're gonna get from Nola. Yeah, I don't. Right, pitching is is such a such a mental game. I'm I'm currently reading a book. It's called K, the story of baseball in ten pitches, and the author goes pitch by pitch, right through and talking to different guys and he talks he was talked a lot about Steve Carlton in his chapter about the slider and right the the knuckleball with the Phil uh Negro, right there's been a lot of Nolan Ryans with fastballs Randy Johnson and, and all these guys are just they're steeled mentally and mm-hmm. I think it's going to take Nola a little bit to get there and he has to have some type of hot streak for him to be truly truly confident again yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that's what it's going to yeah. take. But seeing the streaks, one streak that's fucking over, and I hated to see it, was the Union had a nice little winning streak going on there for a while. They were 5-1. They lost. Well, they were 5. We were like 4-0. They lost one. 
now they've gotten a tie, so they're five, one, and two. They still have only lost one game all season. They have not had a loss at home all season. They are still number one in the Eastern Conference as far as points. They are second overall as far as points. Uh, a tie for second uh, with L.A. and uh, the other West Western Conference team. I know it's a Western Conference team. It's not an Eastern team, but they're 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 tied for second. But they are the top team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Well, my thing is this: like as the point standings in the time, like it's important that they win games like they had against Montreal, where Montreal gives up a bunch of goals. Montreal is one of those teams where they give up as many goals as they score. The yeah. point differential is a goose egg, which means they're not out here blowing teams out or, or winning games decisively. They're pretty much either going to go out there and tie you, or they're going to win like one nothing, or they're going to lose one nothing. The tight short games like that. And when you have what you would think is a better defense and especially the better goalkeeper, you should win games like this. Because now you go instead of winning that game and having 19 points and being five up on everybody else in the East, now yep. you're only three up, which means if you lose the next game and whoever's behind you, which I think is New York wins the next game, then you're tied. And now you've just lost that lead you had in the point standings. You have to win these games. Um, are we still as confident? I'm still as confident that this is a team that can win the whole thing. Win the MLS Cup, which I think should be their goal because of, of course, the things yeah. that have happened. You you got a supporter shield. You you went you were the second seed last year and got all the way to the semifinals before COVID destroyed your team and the MLS fucked you. Let's keep it a bean. Yeah. They got fucked. Yeah. That, <laughs> they didn't get no Vaseline. Nobody took them out to dinner. They just got fucked. <laughs> like that's what happened. How do you let a team play? With all of their defense going, half the team going, especially their all goal, world goal a goalie leaders. three, not all even not even three. their backup goalie, Two goalie three, goalies were yeah. down, and you don't postpone that game. Yeah, I am all confident. I'll tell everybody. I I don't care what you say. They're beating NYCFC if they are full strength. They're beating that team. They're winning the whole thing. Yeah. So I, I don't regret them having a bitter taste in their mouth and that being their goal. That being said. How do do you? I don't think Jim Curtin would coach his way. Would would he coach in a way where all of the points and getting another supporter shield would be secondary and, and wouldn't matter as much? Like it's okay to him to give up a tie against a Montreal. Like, what do you think? Like in in the grand scheme of things, how important is the supporter shield this year? Well, I mean, first off, the union are going to have a huge advantage now because you know. Uh, co-owner Kevin Durant can now yes. focus fully. He can completely focus because he's been swept. Yeah. I'm so happy. I've been, if you listen to the show, I've ran it for months that the Brooklyn Nets were not going to win a title. They were not going to reach the Eastern Conference Finals. They weren't going to reach the finals. People like to write names. People care. I, I don't know who these fucking people are that watch basketball. I'm sorry I'm going on this rant, but it has to happen. <laughs> who are these people that watch basketball? Taylor, you know these fucking people. They they carry more. They care more about the name. I don't know. <laughs> he said, I don't know him. I don't hang with those people. Because Taylor's a fucking good man and a man of integrity. That's why he doesn't fuck with those type of cowards. But all they care about and all they see is the names on the back of the jerseys. And they don't concentrate on what you get from the totality of the entire team and the name on the front. 
The name on the front, the Nets, were fucking inferior, and they had issues. And it was written all over them. But no, all people saw was the name on the back. Oh, a Durant and Kyrie, two dudes that can give you 40 on any given night. They should just beat everybody without having to try, without having to give any maximum effort or play any defense. Are you fucking retarded? When's the last time you could just turn it on and win a championship? That doesn't happen. This is not the 2012 fucking heat or some shit where you can just kind of lollygag it and then turn it on. Even they realized you couldn't do that when they got their ass kicked in the finals. Yeah, they need a they they need a Mario Chalmers to, to, to Mario make shots Chalmers. for. Yeah, Mario Chalmers out there hitting <laughs> shots for that Heat team. Exactly, but I'm just saying, even they realize you cannot bullshit it. You cannot assume it's going to be given to you. And for everybody, that just was like penciled in. All right, Golden State, I think could come out of the West. That's fine. I didn't like everybody jumping on that bandwagon saying they were back either. But Jordan Poole was playing fucking terrific. So. I mean, them. I'm fine the, with people wanting to pick them. But the I'm thinking that they're just, back. I'm thinking the, Golden State is back. The motherfuckers I, that just blindly pick Brooklyn are just fucking front-running morons. And it had to be said. But, yes, he has a lot more time now to focus on the union, kind of get that defense shored up so you don't have the mistake they had in the last game that got them the tie, <laughs> which was leaving my man Andre Blake on a fucking yeah. island. You cannot do that. No, you cannot. You cannot get beat like that coming down the <laughs> coming down the pitch and then leave him on an island where literally if they make the correct pass, which most professional teams will, they're going to get an easy goal yeah. because he can't be in two places at once. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, the thing about the Nets is, and this is my last basketball sidebar. That's the thing about it. I don't even think about the jersey anymore. I just think about Ben Simmons sitting on the bench looking like Ringo Starr. Oh, that fucking... He looking, looking, like, like a, looking like a pimp on Sesame Street. Uh, he, he read a new book. You said you read, you, you read the book K? Yeah. <laughs> Pitching in what? 10 pitches? What did you say? Yeah, about the the history of baseball, baseball in 10 pitches. He, he must have been reading... Hey, the history of Pippin in like 10 bitches. That, that, that's what he was reading <laughs> with that outfit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, he came out here looking like something from like the Puma Foom. <laughs> Preschool, like he looked like a fucking peacock. I don't know. He looked like something Prince would have wore. Yeah. Wearing every reject- That's like a Joker 89 <laughs> Batman outfit, yo. Like he's getting ready to run through an art museum and to rebring the walls. I don't know what Ben was thinking. Every rejected color of FUBU. <laughs> it was like. You are the last person that would want to draw, draw attention to themselves because you fucked your team and refused to play. And then when everybody else is literally like in black and white, like in a fucking old timey TV show, you're like the motherfucker from fucking Pleasantville and you're in full color in the middle of this fucking game. <laughs> oh my God, yo. Oh man. We don't even talk about the union. Uh, uh, Union, the union's going to get to the MLS Cup. I'm yeah. it. I, I don't think Jim Curtin was going to turn down the supporter shield. It's a cool trophy. The oh, yeah. fans get to have Everybody it. Everybody loves a nice plate. Yep. Yeah. I've seen it. It's fun. I didn't want to touch it. <laughs> but the thing. I was this close. I was like eight feet. I yeah. was eight feet. I was there the, when they won. The, the thing about it is that I think Curtin is going to coach to win playoff games. Yeah. And he's going to try to start that in the regular season as soon as he can because he does have a relatively young team, right? We, we You lose some of those bigger guys like the Aronsons of the world. You've got to replace them and you have to create a, a truly cohesive unit, 
right? Because you need all 11 guys. So it, it, I think Curtin may leave some goals on the board. I don't necessarily think, you know, he, he won't play not to lose. I think he'll play to create a team that wins playoff games. I think that's sort of the style he's going to go for, and we'll see that shift sort of as the season progresses. I think you're right. I, yeah. I just want to be there, see him in his B-boy stance with his windbreaker yeah, on yep. in the box doing what he does. So I'm all for that. Where are we out of here? I wanted to, because, let's face it, I'm not going to say it's going to happen. We, we all, Taylor's panicked. I'm, I'm, I'm on the ledge. But they, 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 they look, this could possibly be a monumental collapse. And I always wanted to, like, if, if this doesn't happen, which we, we hope it doesn't and it should not happen, what, what are your biggest, like, sports collapses you can remember, like playoff collapses where, like, oh, this is like a team that could probably do some things, and then the bottom just fell out. Like, I remember a lot of those Clippers teams. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> yep, Clippers. <laughs> they had 3-1 yeah. leads and whatnot. Oh, my God. Well, there was the, the Bruins team from the Flyers run in 2012, or 2010, excuse me. 3-0 and yeah. then lost three straight. Up 3-0. And then up 3-0 in the final game seven. Yeah. Lost that game 4-3. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Jesus. The double 3-0 lead, and they, and they managed to blow it both times. Uh, big playoff collapse. I New mean, York, New York Yankees. Being up three nothing to uh, to Boston, yeah. Then when they exercised the demon, when they reversed the curse, yeah, two thousand four, fantastic. Oh man, that was one of my that's one of my all time favorite. The bloody sock game. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one of my all time favorite documentaries, by the way. Like the it was it was the curse of the Bambino, and yeah, like they had to re edit it and everything when they they actually the next year they had beat them because they were up like three one or whatever. And yeah. I think the Yankees came back and won the series. Right, but, and, and, they and the good. year before, after the it Aaron just, Boone it, homer, it, it, it was exactly. like, Aaron it's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my favorite thing about the documentary was hearing the Boston accents and yep. like the, their despair. Like, I think, uh, I forget it, one of the one of the times they collapsed and they lost. I, it might have been 86 when Buckner. Buckner, yep. Like, Behind the back, it gets to Buckner, and the Mets win it. <laughs> Everybody knows that call. But they, uh, they said uh, there was a a guy that was walking around town. He said, I went outside my door and took a walk down the street because I couldn't breathe and I needed some air. And he said, an old lady walked past me and said, son, this is the saddest day in this town since Jack Kennedy was shot. <laughs> I, like, I just love the inflection in her voice. Though. <laughs> and Jack Kennedy was their guy. That was their guy, man. That was Beantown's guy right there. Yeah, I love it. The can have it yet. I mean, Buffalo going. Do to not f- let you can for your country. <laughs> Buffalo, four straight Super Bowls, four oh straight God. losses. Just they were winning. Just a monumental. They were winning the Dallas. Yeah. The, the the second Dallas game, they were winning. The way they botched that field goal. Twenty-eight-three, Atlanta. Oh. I mean, it's the the art of the collapse is almost too prevalent. Oh, Charles! I think the the Rockets had a three one lead on Utah. They gave that up. Poor Charles. The Suns, I think, had a three one lead on Houston. One of the years Houston came back. I think the second championship Houston won. They were down three one at one point. 
Oh man, it's been the, the playoff collapse. Speaking of Buffalo, about the year they came back on the Oilers, the Oilers were up thirty-one points. <laughs> Frank Reich, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> do your googles. Google Frank Reich, Buffalo, Houston playoffs. It's just uh, some of these things. They're so they're almost hard Any, to watch. Anyone's come to the mind for you, Taylor? That you can be like, I can't believe this is I'm this is happening. I'm seeing this. This team is blowing this. No, not like series specific, but the uh, Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, Lakers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a disaster. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. Like I think they got swept that year. I think Dallas swept them on the the Dallas swept the Lakers on the way to the championship. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of those teams where you thought they were going to do something and it just like epic collapse. The, the Orlando, Tracy McGrady never getting out of the first round because of how many times Tracy McGrady have a 3 1 lead? Sorry, oh. Doc was his coach at certain points. <laughs> right, like the like the, the Phoenix Suns teams again with Nash, right? Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion. Some and of them they could got never screwed, get though. over. Yeah, they could that, never that, get over that, that home. That one year they got screwed yeah. when. Big Shot Bob got everybody suspended, but the people that were on like his team that mattered, yep. even though they all stepped off the bench and all stepped onto the floor, but none of them got suspended. <laughs> Just Amari and like everybody that mattered for Phoenix. <laughs> Clearly, something was going on. Yeah, terrible. Oh man, the, the, the fucking uh, you're gonna the basketball. We always remember. I remember this like vividly in high school. The, when the uh, 2000, I would have been like 15, when Portland had a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter in yep. Game 7, and the Lakers came all the way back, and I was just like devastated as a kid because I hated the Lakers. I hated Kobe Bryant. I hated Shaq. That whole thing. Sacramento in 2 with the help of Tim Donahue. <laughs> yes. And, and to Joel's credit, like he said, when he clapped and said, I think you, you served your purpose of making sure this game, this series wasn't a sweep, that it went at least five games. That uh, You know, some of that chicanery is still around. But, yeah, you got stuff like that where it's just like, how did these things happen? I mean, the – Last year, the Sixers lost two, three, what, three games at home? Yeah. In a seven-game series? They did. They lost. Oh, I, just, <laughs> I hate talking about it. That was mind-boggling, but I was like, a part of me saw it. I think, I forget what it was. I think it was like the, the either the last game of the season. Um, I forget who they played, but I think it was like Orlando, and we like blew them out. We won the last game of the season. Maxie went off because he got a bunch of minutes because they were mm-hmm. resting guys. And the whole crowd or I think it might have been, and I like the whole crowd started chanting, "We want Brooklyn, we want Brooklyn." I said, "Oh my God, they're gonna wind up being out." No, it was at the end of the first end of the first round. I forget who they beat last year in the first round, but at the end of that series, people were yelling, "We want Brooklyn, we want Brooklyn." I said, "They're gonna lose to Atlanta." Yep. I said, "All of y'all are way too hype. They're gonna lose to Atlanta and let everybody down." The, the minute I heard him cheering, I said, that's what's going to happen. I didn't want to be right, <laughs> but I was like, y'all way too hype. You're overlooking your opponent. 
these these the athletes, the players, they got nothing to do but feed into you and believe their own shit and not actually try or whatever, put forth the maximum effort. I was like, oh my God, they're gonna fucking lose. And somebody in as annoying as fucking Trey Young. <laughs> oh. But man, I think that's gonna be our time for the day. We've had a lot of fun, as always. I'm Bobby Dubs. You can find me all over your social medias. You can find me on Twitter at Rob M. Whitney. You can find me on Facebook. You can just type in Rob Whitney. You can find me at Triple Play Media. is all over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Triple Play Media 215. Uh, you can find Right to Radio all over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Right Radio Pod, or on Facebook, just Right, right the Radio. <laughs> Go to Amazon, get the book, Hope Over Hurt. Uh, on Instagram, it's at Bobby Dubs 1985 until they give me my old page back. Bastards. <laughs> so you can find me there where I'll be posting things. I think I'll probably uh, make me a good meal tonight when I go home, if it's not too crazy. All right. Matt, where can they find you? You look like you got something to say. You're holding up the finger like you're getting ready to pop out. You're <laughs> Remember, if Rob Whitney offers you crypto advice, yes, do not, not take it. It's not me. <laughs> Do not get, <laughs> I don't have any crypto. I'm not going to make 500 into 10,000. I'm not doing it. Not me. No, I don't need a link to get my password back. None of that either. I'm good. <laughs> you can find me staring at the new Bitcoin ATM that just opened up down the street for me. Uh, oh, at the gas God. station right next to Jay's elbow room, the dive bar. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is that a thing? Why not? Yeah. Other than that, I'm online, uh, Matthew Maratea, on the Twitter sphere, M A R A T E A, Matthew, the traditional way. way. I love it. And Maratea22 on the Instagram. M A R A T E A, Matthew, the traditional way. Yeah. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, I think so. If you like beers, follow my untapped. Other than that, Triple Play Media, Bell and the Birdman. Chance Pot. Sporting Chance Pot. Um,. And make sure you go yeah. hit up Taylor. You need yeah. podcast produce at K-Bop. He's all over your box, too. Always. He doesn't have any glass right now, but he's still over there kicking ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is right to radio. Taylor, get me out of here. <laughs>